welcome to the Moonshots Podcast. It's episode 159. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by the man who's rather flexible, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mike. I have to admit to you and our listeners, I am not uh, <laughs> dialing in and <laughs> making the podcast. I'm not doing the crab. I'm not doing some impressive yoga move. I'm just sitting down behind my microphone recording live to you, Mike. So hopefully after today, though, I can become a little bit better at that. <laughs> Are you telling us, Mark, that you need to uh, limber up a little bit? Are you telling us you need to like get out a few kinks? I think inspired by today's show number 159 after we dig into today's episode with roger frampton the flexible body move better anywhere anytime in 10 minutes a day that's quite a promise isn't it i think mike that you and i and our listeners we're all going to have a little bit more knowledge and awareness as well as flexibility and movement in our day-to-day lives I'm quite excited as we reach the end of our health series to really come back to the basics and look at the body. Very important part of health, very important fourth pillar to our health series. And I think, Mark, it's so great that we chose to study an author, a book, a set of ideas around having a more flexible body. And what I felt was very interesting was the fact that he calls out, Roger Frampton calls out our big enemy and that enemy is sitting down. That's right. This is doing untold damage to our body and that's why our hips and our backs and our necks and, well, pretty much everything tends to get very achy. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you're a moonshotter, the chances are you do a lot of your work at a computer. And if you're doing that, you're often sitting down and therein lies the problem. So Mark, today we've got a great journey where we're going to unpack the problem and in classic Moonshot style, we're going to have some solutions. We're going to have some daily habits that you can embrace to have a more flexible body so you can feel better, work better. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. It's certainly something that I perhaps have deprioritized as I get older, but the truth is you really can do these stretches, whether you're traveling or whether you're at home, whether you've got five or 10 minutes or more in your day, it's so, so easy and simple. But for somebody like me, I just forget about it or I deprioritize it. And the truth is that is causing me inflexible damage, isn't it? Well, Roger takes it even further, Mark. He says the good news amongst all of these tight hips, backs, and so forth, is that we actually start our lives as children as being insanely flexible Mm. and we lose it and he helps us regain it. So it's not like we actually have to learn something really new to our bodies. We have to remember And so I think this is such a perfect way to wrap up our journey into health so far, where we've done breath, sleep, where we've done diet with Michael Pollan. Now we're into the body and we're not going to focus on high uh, intensity interval training or, you know, protein powders or any of that sort of stuff. We're going to get back to basics, which has really been a big theme of this series. We're going to get into stretching and moving the whole body, taking care of some fundamental things, how we sit, how we stand. And we've got some great practical tips 
so much ahead in this show, Mark. Where do you want to start our journey into Roger Frampton and the flexible body? Well, perfect, Mike. You've done a great introduction, but I think it's time for Roger Frampton himself to introduce us and our listeners to him, his theory on flexibility, as well as what he calls the Frampton Method. Hi, I'm Roger Frampton, a corrective exercise coach. I'm also an international model and I've appeared on numerous catwalks for some of the biggest designers in the industry. Now, it's fair to say it's highly competitive and like it or not, you need to keep in tip-top shape. So I created a method of exercise that delivers extraordinary results and can be done anywhere, anytime. So what's wrong? Well, firstly, it's important to understand that we are born with fully functioning bodies but the long periods spent wearing shoes and sitting in chairs have restricted our body's natural ranges of motion. The fitness industry, and in particular gyms, have become obsessed with superficial appearances. So the measures for progress have become weight, sets, repetitions, and even attempts to target muscles individually. So instead of, how many squats can I do? Or, what muscle groups does a squat work? The question, what technique should I apply when squatting to ensure the best posture and maximum impact will serve you better in the long run? When the goal itself is a better understanding of how your body moves efficiently, measures such as fat burning will take care of themselves. So what's different about the method? Well, several years ago, I attended an adult gymnastics class. Now, bearing in mind, I'm fully personal trainer qualified and have attended courses all over the country. I still managed to get my technique corrected by a six-year-old girl. This gave me a true realization that us adults have absolutely no idea of how our body has adapted. So I created the three P's that make up the Frampton method. Primitive, can I achieve a primitive position, i.e. a squat? Posture, can I keep my spine straight and my feet straight within a squat? And progress. When you begin to apply the exercises on this channel, progress will occur as a result. So how will this change your life? Well, through the Frampton Method, you'll begin to understand your body, the way you hold yourself, walk, and even stand. Slouching just becomes a thing of the past, as parts of your body take responsibility for holding you in the powerful postures. You know, we're currently sat in the driving seat of the most powerful machine in the world, but with a fitness industry comparing us to Lego characters. Let's prove once and for all that good bodies are simply a byproduct of a deep understanding of how to move efficiently and graciously. Wow, primitive posture, progress. Those are the three Ps of the Frampton Method. And what I love is we've just discovered that there's this very much this back-to-basics theme. I mean, I just go back to the previous show with Michael Pollan in defensive food. He was talking about five ingredients or less. If your grandmother doesn't know the ingredients, don't eat it. What Frampton's doing is exactly the same for our bodies from a kind of a physical uh, perspective. He's saying, make sure that we're making progress, we have great posture, and that we can do these primitive uh, uh, stretches uh, and positions. I really like what we've kind of uncovered so far, Mark. How do you feel when you apply uh, Roger Frampton's three Ps to yourself? How do you think you're doing? 
Well, you know what? I've always been pretty lucky because my uh, primitive element, so the ability to do, I guess, what's called a deep squat, you know, where you're sitting on your heels and your spine or your bum's nearly touching the floor. For some reason, I've I've always been relatively lucky and, and able to do that. So my posture, when I'm at least doing that move, allows my spine to be straight. But I'm very, very bad <laughs> when I'm sitting down in a chair because I, I really hunch over. And even though I've got, you know, an ergonomic screen, the, the keyboard, the stand, the whole nine yards, the truth is those elements that you can purchase, the high-tech wizardry, it doesn't really matter unless you're really conscious about how you're sitting yourself. You know, it, I think what Roger's really reminding us here is, you don't need those big, expensive gyms in order to get the superficial gains that we're kind of convinced that we really, really want. He's reminding us, just go back to basics. You know, this six-year-old child showed Roger that she was far more flexible and therefore agile than and he was, even though he was a qualified PT. I think for me, it reminds me that by just taking a breath, going back to the basics and thinking, well, the, the body's just about movement, about muscles, about stretching. I can therefore have a slightly better posture and, and a better spine by just going back to those essential things, much like a, like a child would. I love this idea of, of the energy of, of a child helping me get a, a better um, active and flexible body. I think it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. And, and the, um, the one thing I would say for those of you who have yet to really get into any sort of yoga practice. I think Roger Frampton's uh, framework and method um, is a perfect stepping stone. If you just want to loosen your body up, uh, if you just want to have better posture, if you just want to feel better because you, you get that blood circulating throughout your body, I think this is a great stepping stone. Maybe you, you might be looking at yoga and thinking, oh, you don't want to have to go to, you know, the gym to do your yoga session or it's not convenient or maybe you just don't feel comfortable doing it. That's okay. What I quite like about the Frampton method and what I like about sort of gymnastics and, and this idea of stretching and just body weight stretches is personally for me, I find that I get like the calmness and the buzz of, of yoga, but also I get to kind of work out the body. I really engage my muscles using uh, a lot of different stretches. I'm a huge fan of stretching in the morning. And so I think ahead of us on this show, Mike, we're going to get into some of the kind of core problems that we need to tackle with this kind of modern modern sedentary knowledge worker lifestyle. And then mm. don't worry, everyone. Mark and I have got a ton of cool little suggestions, stretches um, to challenge you. And we've also got a big question uh, to ask of ourselves uh, for this show. Mark, you know, we, we, uh, we did a big question uh, on diet uh, last week. This week, what's the big question that we're asking of ourselves and of all of our listeners? Well, I, I'd like listeners, myself and you, Mike, as we go through today's show and hear from Roger Frampton, as well as when we reflect on the show after hearing it, what is the one activity in your day that you can now do while standing? We hear from Roger about standing, about posture, about doing these primitive moves, but the truth is we do a lot of it while sitting down. Mm -hmm. So let's ask ourselves, what is that one activity in our day? 
that we can actually now do while standing. Big one, big one. And while you're kind of contemplating, hey, could I maybe do that call or that chore? Or maybe if I'm just doing some light email, maybe I can do that standing rather than sitting. While you are contemplating that, something else we should contemplate is our fabulous uh, members, Mark. Um, We are so grateful for your support. Um, We are so uh, lucky that we are now starting to cover some of our basic costs that it takes for us to produce this weekly show. And more importantly, we're just so jazzed to know that everybody out there is loving the show so much that they want to learn out loud together with us. They want to be a member. They want to support us. So Mark, drum roll, cue the trumpets. Let's do a shout out to all our members. Those who are uh, totally flexible with their mindsets and wanting to improve and become more flexible every day include Bob, Niels, John and Terry, Bridie, Niall, Sandy and Ken, Dietmar, Tom, Byron and Mark, Helena, Yaniv, Marjan, Connor, Rodrigo, Yasmin and Spaceman. I mean, Mike, I need to go and revisit this show on breathing to even be able to get all of those members out in one breath. <laughs> Look, to all of you, including our latest Spaceman and to our very first member, Bob Nolly, who's been with us uh, since the start. Thank you so much. We're very grateful. Um, you're helping us. We have to pay web hosting. We have to pay podcast hosting. There's a number of additional costs that we pay out of our pockets just so that we have the chance to share with you. And we're totally, totally grateful for your support. And Mark, if you become a member at moonshots.io, every single month you get to listen to something that's pretty cool. What is that? Every single month, in addition to our weekly podcast, so by no means is this changing the plan, everybody. We'll still be doing our weekly show, but... Every so often, as you guys can all hear, we run into these themes and topics and areas that just deserve a bigger, deep dive. Ideas such as motivation, ideas such as circle of control and frameworks, as well as the art of communication. Here's a little teaser for you listeners. Coming out in the the, uh, the month of December will be our sixth episode, our sixth mm. shots member series, master series, all about the art of communication. And in those are 90 minute comprehensive deep dives into very specific topics that we uncover every single month. So by joining us on Patreon and becoming a member, a Moonshots member, you can get access to the master series and deep dive into these topics with myself and Mike every single month. So there you have it, moonshots.io, click on the member button, you can do it. In fact, if you're listening right now, if you're enjoying Roger Frampton, because we've got a lot more of him to come and you're thinking, I want to work on my communication a little bit. This is something for the new year that I could jazz up a little bit. Just become a member. We'll be publishing it next week. You get to listen to the Art of Communication Masterclass if you head over to moonshots.io and become a member. Now, something else we can do, according to Roger Frampton, is to take care of our spine. We talked a little bit earlier about how we end up sitting so much of the day, and that's doing a lot of things to us. And we're getting a little disconnected to our body. So let's start this real examination of some of the science behind the Flexible Body Book by Roger Frampton. Now, let's hit it. Let's get into the key thing. That's right. It's our spine. 
This is me strutting down the catwalk for Calvin Klein. The casting director, thank you, the casting director was backstage before the show teaching us how to walk in a strong posture. Feet straight, belly button in, shoulders back and down. But why in my early 20s was I being taught how to walk? More importantly, why did walking this way feel so alien? But yet on the outside to the audience, it looks quite powerful. I mean, all they were asking me to do was walk like I was supposed to walk. So I decided to go to a place where just being in strong posture was common practice. And I was about to meet the person face to face that would destroy my aspiration of Schwarzenegger forever. So I was attempting an exercise called a bridge, an adult gymnastics class, and I just couldn't get my arms straight, let alone my body off the ground. So the coach calls somebody over who demonstrates this movement effortlessly. She was a six-year-old girl. But what I really began to see is the principles being used in gymnastics class were identical to the posture cues are being given backstage during Fashion Week. It's the language of gymnastics that's not based on individual muscles, but based on the movements of the joints and the skeleton. For example, they use shoulder instead of biceps, triceps, hips instead of quads, hamstrings. Completely the opposite to what the fitness industry prioritizes. Fitness talks muscles before spine. You see, gymnasts focus on how they are moving their body. And they also just happen to have awesome posture and a really strong core. It's really no coincidence. This is a byproduct of working with the body. In fact, prioritization of the spine is a much smarter approach. If you happen to damage your spinal cord, you can actually lose the ability to move any part of your body. And this is something we've been reminded of our whole lives. Stop slouching. Sit up straight. Engage your core. Get your elbows off the table. They all mean the same thing. All your parents were saying was, prioritize your spine. <laughs> See, the thing is, as humans, we were just born with full range of motion. I mean, Mike, I don't know about you, but it definitely got me sitting up straight. Me as too. We were hearing I, I, from <clears throat> yes, yes. <laughs> Chest yeah. out, head straight, yeah. <laughs> snap the heels. Pretty snap good point, heels. though. He's, he's really saying, like, don't over-obsess about the bicep. Think about the shoulder. Think about posture. Think about core. Respect the spine as some central uh, foundational um, basis by which all movement comes from. I really, and, and how surprising was it that when the models are told to actually walk with confidence and look good, he's like, they're just reteaching you what you get in gymnastics. That's the same concepts as what you get taught in gymnastics, but that shows you Everyone forgets these basic principles of good posture, good core strength. And this is what he's teaching us. I love this kind of stuff. I think this is great, Mark. I, I think this really is a good summation, actually, of the entire series we've done on health. 
you know, we covered breathing, we've covered sleep, we've covered food, and now we're digging into the body. And I think what Roger's calling out there is he was 20, he's always in his 20s, he was learning how to walk again. Mm-hmm. And I think these four aspects, these four elements that we've covered within the health series are all pretty essential things that we have perhaps forgotten about. You get taught it once, maybe you move on and you develop bad habits. For example, with your body, you might be slouching or you might be sitting in an awkward position and you'll deprioritize your spine. I think this series for me, Mike, has really illustrated and brought up a number of aha moments that make me realize I can sit up straight more regularly, or I can prioritize my spine through better stretching. And rather than focusing on specific muscle groups like biceps, instead thinking about the movements that you do and allowing the core or the the muscles to kind of follow the moves, it seems um, much more enjoyable, actually. <laughs> you know, it seems like a real moment to kind of get that body a little bit more flexible and and improve yourself in the long run. It really does. But I, I do think we need to use uh, Roger's insights here to go a little bit further to, to call out the problem, uh, the enemy. And we've already mentioned it a lot. It's this idea of sitting. And boy, Mark, I, I can find myself sitting for long stretches of the time for huge parts of the day. So let's actually hear from uh, Roger and let's hear his thoughts on why sitting for too long is bad for your back. Biochemist Esther Gockley spent time traveling the world and researched places where back pain hardly exists. What she noticed was people's spines with a flatter lumbar curvature didn't suffer from back pain. She referred to this as a J-shaped spine, and you can see the difference in the images here between the S-shaped spine taught in the Western world and the J-shaped spine in people where back pain doesn't exist. Gokhale states the J-shaped spine is what you see in Greek statues and in young children universally. What she's saying is, we're all born with a J-shaped spine. Now you may have noticed when young children pick things up from the ground, they drop down into this perfect squat. This is in fact a pre-chair resting human position. But unfortunately, as a consequence of our current human conditioning or our culture, this natural resting position is about to be taken away from this child. He's about to be taught. A resting position is, in fact, a chair. And when he soon starts school, seven hours of his day, every day, he will be asked to sit in this, quite frankly, weird and unhuman position. Now, I didn't even take into account the amount of hours this kid spends watching Peppa Pig. <laughs> According to the British Chiropractic Association, the total number of people off sick from work with back pain increased last year by 29%. From the survey, the reason for back pain was sitting too long in one position. Whoa, I mean, he's really calling us out that um, you know, we think a natural uh, position of rest is just slouching back in the chair. And I think we're also guilty of this, right? 
Oh my God. I am so guilty of this, Mike. Whether it's, whether it's in an office chair, whether it's a dinner chair or whether it's the couch, you know, I think mm-hmm. they're all guilty of creating what Roger's specifying and, and Dr. Gokhale are specifying is this S-shaped spine. And, and I think that awkwardness, if you compare it to a nice, gentle, straight line with that little kick, like a J-shaped spine, an S-shaped spine, to me, it kind of feels quite squashed. And, you know, I sometimes if I'm mo- sitting down for too long, Mike, I'll feel as though my body's almost uh, got smaller, <laughs> if you can imagine that, because it's almost compressing upon itself. Yes. And, and I think this is what Roger's really reminding us here, isn't it? Yeah, and 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 just to just to make sure that we understand the science here, they have found in indigenous populations that don't have this sedentary chair and computer culture that they have much better, healthier spines. They don't have all of these back complaints. I mean, just think about how many times you and me, Mark, have had soreness in the back or uh, sore lower back or how many people you know who pull out their back or who become bedridden because they've, you know, they've done something to their S1 or their S2. Um, It's prolific, isn't it? Like how many times have you been like, oh, my back is really tight? Oh, very, very regularly. And in fact, my my wife had had to have an operation two years ago on her spine. There you because go. of this, this, this tightness yeah. and, and, you know, what people refer to as slip discs, trapped nerves, mm-hmm. you know, it's all very, mm-hmm. very commonplace now, isn't it? And yet we're still quite happy to just go about our days sitting in, as Roger calls these awkward chairs, rather than going back to the essentials, like a kid who, who squats deeply to pick up something from the floor. I think this is really the crux of what Roger's trying to teach us, isn't it? Be that little bit more agile, be a little bit more conscious of how you move. And in the long run, your body and your spine will thank you for it. I mean, now's the time to start making this change, isn't it, Mike? It really is. And if you are feeling agile, I've got another suggestion, Mark. I think uh, folks could (laughs) open up their Apple podcast app and they could search for something brand new, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Something very, very flexible out there in the ether and the internet is now, listeners, the Master Series. The Moonshot Master Series is coming to you from Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to us through the Apple Podcast app each week, you can now go and subscribe to the Master Series, where every single month we do a deep dive, a 90-minute comprehensive delve into first principles and motivation, and you can listen for free free for how long is it mike is it a month's free trial i think it's like two weeks you can listen to everything as many times as you like and then it's a subscription and we basically created this so that if if patreon's not your thing and you much prefer just to get the podcast through your favorite uh, apple podcast app um, then you can do so and you can just subscribe and so just go in to, to in fact try it now if you're listening you can just go and get a free trial um, you can just type in Moonshots Master Series and you can check out these great 90-minute masterclasses that we do where rather than studying, say, Roger Frampton or Michael Pollan individually like we do every single week on the Moonshots podcast, this is when we pull it all together in a mega topic like motivation, like first principles, like we will next week, the art of communication. And we have tons of clips. Mark, we we have on average nine clips 
in a 90 minute show with downloads and transcripts and frameworks and uh, it'll keep you busy. That's for sure, mm-hmm. won't it, Mark? Yeah, it's taking the learning out loud model and method and applying frameworks, downloads, and additional breadth of clips to that that analysis and education. So come join us, listeners. Come and join the Moonshots Master Series and continue learning out loud as we delve into these pretty big, comprehensive, and very important topics on the Master Series. Yeah, and that that Master Series, that'll power your mindset, just like Roger Frampton will. Uh, He's got uh, now the opportunity to give us some very practical uh, steps that we can take. If we want to deliver on great posture, if we want to have uh, a really good sense of progress in how we develop our body and how we keep ourselves in good shape so we can be the very best version of ourselves, he's got a mindset um, advice for us. So now we go into the practical. Now we go into getting the job done of having a flexible body. So let's have a listen to Roger Frampton himself. You're also yeah. working a little bit like what Ido Portal says, like you're working on new neural patterns. Like holding yeah. a planche is difficult and I'm in hand balancing courses and it's very difficult, but I get a crazy workout. Mm-hmm. But when I go work out for an hour, I'm not thinking I'm going to work my shoulders and work my abs. I'm just trying to hold a handstand for like a two minute handstand last weekend and everything's working, but I find it so mentally challenging. And that's what you do with your Yeah, it's huge. I talk about the mindset of an athlete. So I think I always say like, you know, look at, look at like a female sprinter, really hard for for women to get a six pack. And you know, these girls have got abs, you know, and then, and then if you think of that person, are they, when they go to training, are they trying to get a six pack? No, they're not. They're not trying to get a six pack. They're always trying to improve their performance. However, when in the fitness industry, we're trying to get a six pack, trying to get a six pack. Like it's just a slightly different way of thinking. The athlete is always thinking, how can I improve my performance? You know, it doesn't matter whether they're a runner, whether they're a gymnast. I, I love gymnastics. Um, it doesn't matter what the sport is. They're always trying to improve that. As a result of improving that, you get looking better, but you're never trained to look better. Don't train to look better. Instead, that is a result of trying to improve your performance. I mean, Mike, this is a pretty change. This is a bit of a, a change for those of us who have intentionally signed up for the gym because we want to look like, you know, the Chris Hemsworth or or any any of the Hollywood individuals. People will focus on building, let's say, big biceps or a six pack. When Roger's really reminding us here, well, no, start with the start with just having good performance in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And, and I want to even go back and really unpack this clip because I think in here, this is the perfect bridge to some of the exercises we're going to recommend. He has such a good point. So he talked about female sprinters and if you actually recall, they all have just these amazing, uh, um, incredibly lean uh, physiques, but they're just trying to run fast. And what he's making the point of is if you focus on a, a body-driven outcome, like better movement, more speed, and work on a series, a sum of joints and muscles and movement, rather than going to the gym and just doing the isolated bicep curl, what he's saying inadvertently 
you will have a great uh, healthy body that looks great by focusing on those outcomes. And it's such a good um, it's such a good example because you can guarantee that a lot of women watching the Olympic sprinters and they look at those female sprinters and go, oh my gosh, they're so slim, they're so strong. Look at those six packs. And technically for women, six packs are harder than men just for, for basic biological reasons. And it's interesting that mm. none of those female sprinters train for the six pack, but yet that's the thing that they get as a result of focusing on these body outcomes of better flexibility, more total body strength. Um, I think this is really powerful insight, don't you? Well, he's he's really encouraging us to focus on the the root of body mobility, isn't he? He's saying go out and try and improve, like London Real references in that clip. He's doing a two minute handstand, or if you're running, like like um, uh, Roger references, you're going to have these results, these impacts after working on that performance. So allow it to be, allow muscle growth to almost be a, a side benefit to yes. actually improving your performance in exercise. And that's really the crux of this, isn't it? By working on your body, being able to bend, to squat, to roll, you know, with, a, with more ease than you had yesterday, your body will then be able to lose weight or be that little bit more flexible. Maybe you'll be able to reach a different move in your yoga structure than you had before, just by starting with those basics. Mm, mm. The um, I, I like the shift in thinking here. Now he has a bunch of different thoughts and exercises. I think if you're really excited about um, Roger Frampton's book, The Flexible Body, he also has. Uh, another book called The Seven Stretches. So just, you know, jump onto your favorite bookstore. He's got lots and lots of um, uh, great programs. You can uh, go to his website, roger.coach. You can get all sorts of stuff. Let's now, Mark, let's break down sort of some of this into some practical things. And the the first thing I want to do is introduce to you like the, the flexibility idea that he brings us. Um, and, um, you know, sort of the, the kind of essential way to think about his work is he is prioritizing, uh, the spine, your hips, your shoulders, and how they all come together and balance. This is really sort of the architecture of what he's proposing. And again, you don't see him saying the bicep or the quad, right? Or, or the lat. He's, he's really talking about this uh, system. And if you do these, um, I mean, if you really work on these concepts and we'll give you some examples in a second, you can do all sorts of things. You can reverse back pain. You can increase your flexibility. Um, these can lead to better posture and uh, getting rid of all of that tightness. But I think what's really interesting, Mark, is if you focus on things such as the spine, such as stretching and flexibility, I think what happens is you really do get a sense of confidence 
through this mastery of the body, through understanding all of those joints and muscles and movements. I cannot tell you, Mark, like when I do a great stretch in the morning where I do everything from my neck, my shoulders, right down to my calf muscles, even my toes, when you do workouts like that, when you do stretches like that, kind of feels you get this confidence, right? It's, it's the, I don't know what it is. You, the blood starts moving, the muscles are activated, your mind becomes alive. It's really like a feeling of mastering the body, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. Whenever I use my roller and I'll focus on my hips or my legs because they get particularly tight, as well as my shoulders and, and the upper back, actually, more so mm-hmm. than the lower back. It, it The feeling, the only way I can describe it, apart from the agonizing uh, <laughs> feeling that you might get the first or second time, which very listeners don't be put off if it's a little bit sore the first time you use a roller, it goes away after that. Oh, it, so it's good. a feeling. It's so good. <laughs> I can't, I can't express how good actually. Foam, the, and and the, just so we're clear, foam foam, these foam rollers. So if you're not sure what we're talking about, just Google foam roller, nice kind of chunky three to six inch in, in width, probably about three feet long. Um, oh my gosh, just roll those bodies. And when you use those or when you're doing stretching, as you were just saying, Mike, the the feeling that I can express is it's like waking up. It's suddenly you've got this clarity. And I think it is exactly as you just said, the blood is flowing, your things are firing in your brain because suddenly for me, I'm starting to feel again. And sometimes, at least I'm guilty of this, I'll be in my own brain. I'll be thinking about emails, about work, about things I've got to do in my day. But Mm. by stretching and by using maybe a foam roller or doing some form of exercise, it helps me bring myself out of my mind and into my body. And I can start feeling my toes, like you say. I can feel my back, my hands, and I've got a little bit more awareness. And for me, that's when I'm really waking up when my body is as awake as my mind. And you're ready to learn. You're, you're ready to engage and to think clearly it's, it's, it's blown out the cobwebs, hasn't it? Blown out the cobwebs is exactly how it feels. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let's, let's talk about some of his advice, um, and practical things that we can do. The first one, we're going to get run through a couple of these together. So, so listeners, if you're thinking, uh, about the question that we had for today's show, what is one activity in your day that you'll now do standing as you consider that maybe you want to do a little stretch and, uh, engage the body. Maybe what you will want to do is, um, think about some of these as options for you to incorporate into your daily practice. Um, I think a great one that he has uh, for beginners who are getting into the world of stretching is he says to them, look, find, try a couple of stretches and melt into it. Now, this first advice from him about melting into it is really based around, and I'll read you what he says here, on a scale of one to 10, intensity you want is to be around about a five. If you manage to last the time, so roughly a minute, uh, it will leave you feeling relaxed and recharged for the day. So if you want to really get to the first thing you can do, if you're really new to stretching, try just a couple of stretches and just melt into it. Don't push too hard. Just um, gradually get into it. 
keep the intensity level at about a five. And if you can hold that for a couple of minutes and just let it really take hold of your body and see if it works. I think that's a great way to get into stretching, don't you, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I've I've certainly used one of those when uh, back in the day of doing yoga classes, and it feels an it feels amazing just to sit there in peace and allow your body, like you say, to melt into it, and it does become a lot more flexible. Even just uh, allowing yourself to just stay relaxed, uh, yeah, it does it does start to open up a little bit. Yeah. All right. So he's got another, uh, he's got another one. So hit us with it, Matt. Yeah, another great one that I like to do a lot, Mike, as well, even though I'm not very good at it, is just simply folding in half. So as you stand, you can do this while sitting actually as well, sitting on your floor. Think about trying to touch your toes. Now, if you're a little bit like me, maybe you're still a little bit flexible and you need Roger Frampton's help. Maybe touching the toes is still a little bit ambitious at this point. But the way for me, Mike, is I'll stand hip width apart and I'll fold over, really bending in the spine and feeling as though your body and your blood is going into your brain as well as all the tips of your fingers as you're bending over. Now, you don't need to stretch too much there. You're not intentionally trying to touch your toes, but just a nice gradual, again, like the first tip, you're melting into it and holding that for about a minute, uh, whether it's in your house or wherever you might be, you can start to feel that tension lifting and if you need to, like me, you can put a little bit of a bend in the knees just to help yourself get that little bit closer. And over time, you can get closer to touching those toes. Totally. Another one he's got for us is um, I want you to imagine lying on the floor in what they call the sphinx pose. So you lie with your tummy on the floor. And this is a great one that you, he recommends you can just do if you're watching a bit of telly is you lie on the floor and then you put your hands out in front of you, you push yourself up a little bit. So you curve that spine. You, know, you don't have to do it really intensely, but what you want to do is keep your hips really nice, flat on the ground, but then curve your back up. Don't push too hard, but actually so you can, instead of looking at the floor, you're actually looking at something like the television. Now, this is a great one. I actually do this one every morning. I even like twist the spine a bit, um, to really open it up. But this Sphinx one is such a good one and it's a great recharger. Each of these ones that we're mentioning are really good rechargers, getting a lot of blood movement throughout the body to the head. Um, I think that's a, a really good one. If you want to re-energize the body, uh, do the melt exercise, find one exercise and just melt into it Two, do the folding in half or three, do the Sphinx pose, a lie on the floor and just curve your back up, watch the television and just feel particularly down in that lower spine. You're doing all sorts of wonder down there, aren't you, Mark? Yeah, you're doing so much wonder and that spine, this stretching that you're doing in your body ultimately really, really benefits your mindset. You know, like we were saying, Mike, when you're doing your stretching in the morning or maybe using that foam roller, your body as well as your brain are starting to come to life. And what Roger's really encouraging us is to really consider that consciousness as well as the word of mindfulness as you're doing these stretches you know, similar to the ability of getting out of your brain when you're exercising, when you're stretching, just think about the effect that it's having on your body as you're stretching and you're melting and really allow your body to feel recharged. 
as well as your mind feeling that re-energization that comes with, you know, that little bit of exercise. And as we got to remember, Mike, these stretches, they do count as exercise. So even if it's just a five minutes or a 10 minutes a day, that's still a very light form of exercise that's just helping your body become a little bit more mobile as well as flexible. So it's really, really worth doing, isn't it? Yeah. And his last tip, so this is all around recharging your body is sort of the inverse of the folding in half is what he calls the opening of your heart. And this exercise, you'll sometimes hear, hear this referred to as backbending, or you do instead of folding over and doing the touching of your toes, we're going to inverse that. And we're going to actually stand and just lean backwards, curve backwards and open up the heart. Very good exercise that can really just, I actually like to have my arms out when I do this one. And Mm. so I not only are opening up the back, but really working on the chest as well. And it's a really good way of um, shaking off the day. You know, maybe you've been really focused on something. Maybe you've just got a bit of stress in the body, literally curve it back open up the arms and just enjoy the opening of yourself and letting all of that blood circulation happen, that breath and uh, energizing uh, the body. So those are five tips from Roger Frampton, the flexible body author, five ways that you can recharge and energize your body. He has a lot of other work uh, around specifically what you can do for the spine in terms of flexion, extension, rotation, um, getting into hip mobility, shoulder rotation and balance. So there's so much uh, work here. We just wanted to give you five good ones that will help you recharge and start building that flexible body. I think, Mark, uh, before we kind of uh, wrap up with with Roger, I think we need to remind people that, um, you know, we talked about Apple Podcast app and uh, how much we'd love them to get the Moonshots Master Series Uh, on that. But something that we've been very fortunate with is that folks have always wanted to to give us a rating and review. But I think now is a good moment to remind them how much we need those ratings and reviews in the Apple Podcast app, right? That's right, listeners. If you're looking and listening to us in the Apple Podcast app, if you're checking out the free trial for the Master Series, why not give us a little bit of a rating or review while you're in there as well, because it really, really helps us spread our message as well as this ability of learning out loud. We get so many tens of thousands of listeners a month, just like you guys at home. And we love hearing from listeners who are from all four corners of the globe. And the way that that gets spread and the Moonshots message gets out there is through ratings and reviews as well as people sharing it. So if you're in your Apple podcast app, why not just give us a little bit of a rating or a review and we'll definitely uh, thank you for it in the future shows as well as beyond. Exactly. And uh, now that you're, you've finished hitting those five stars, I, I think we're hoping for five stars, mm-hmm. right, Matt? Right? Yeah. That would yeah, be a, that would be a nice yeah. moment. A nice I'll tell Christmas. you what, yeah, it's Christmas. It's a, it's a holiday's gift from you to us. So <laughs> thank you, our dear listeners. Now, another moment is is upon us not only is it the last clip for this show but in fact we're going to end uh with some thoughts uh on which moments really matter if you are pursuing the flexible body so for the last time on this show let's have a listen to roger frampton 
what, what, any thoughts you have for me? Because I'm training for this race. I've got not much time left, a couple months. Um, I'm training like 13 times a week right now, nine sessions for Ironman, four sessions, just so I can have fun with this thing called my body. Because right. I like breakdancing, I like hand balancing, I like moving. But for the Ironman, there's no creativity. I have to bike and swim and run and do it a lot. And that's okay. what I'm doing. So advice from you, anything um, that comes to mind on the on the, the physical aspect, maybe the recovery or just plant-based diet or just thoughts in general. Okay. Because um, you are... Yeah, because this is like something that's completely different to like to what you've ever done and like to what I do. Like that's like, this is like, this is like the opposite. <laughs> well, I talk about the hair and the tortoise a lot. Right. About the what? The hair and the tortoise. Oh, the hair and the tortoise. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, How do you say it? How do you say it? The, the hair and the tortoise. You say the tortoise, turtle and the tortoise. Tortoise. Yeah, we say right. tortoise. <laughs> okay. And so what are you saying? You're saying because the so, slow and steady wins the race. Basically. Okay. And it's not like, oh, that's wrong and this is right. But I'm always playing the tortoise game. So I like, for no, I haven't ran for years. Like, I don't even run for a bus. Okay. Just because you cannot be a self-aware when you're moving past a certain speed. Okay. So that's where I'm coming from. Okay. So you're the slow you're the slow mover as opposed to the yeah. fast mover. Yeah. Because you want to pay attention to each movement. Every movement. And yeah. you're super conscious of where your shoulders are and where your brain is and where your breathing is with each movement. Constantly, even as okay. I sit. So you're right now. even as you sit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, so you're I'm, the, I'm right now I'm stretching my right hip. Okay, gotcha. I believe you. Conscious and aware, Mike. I mean, look. Not only does that feel like a suitable clip to wrap up Roger Frampton, the flexible body, but actually as our health series in general, noticing and being conscious of your breath, your sleeping, your eating and your body. That feels like a classic tip that, you know, for me, at least I've totally deprioritized and even forgotten about. Mm, I think, you know, this, um, this could be taken as Roger just saying, wake up and realize and listen to and experience your body. And, you know, like one of the things that I found through just uh, a practice of meditation and breathing is how uh, beneficial it is to be truly present and aware in your body and the way in which um, you can just get so much from noticing your movements um, being aware of where you feel good and strong. For example, I did my resistance training yesterday, upper body. So oh, I'm not going to say I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I'm, 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 I'm approaching that, Mark. And it's just really good. And this is what I mean by this sort of confidence that you get from stretching, from um, physical activity, um, it really does feed your confidence, the clarity of thought. And a way you can unlock that is noticing every moment. Don't just be focused on the, on the bicep. Be focused on your balance. Be focused on your posture. Have strength in your core. I think these are great ideas to take out from Roger Frampton. What do you think, Matt? I mean, you're totally right. Noticing movements, building that confidence as well as clarity in your mindset. I mean, Mike, this is what the Moonshot Show is all about. This health series for me has absolutely landed in the sweet spot of the key lessons and tips that we uncover every single week together. I mean, for me, it's been so practical 
because we've covered areas of breathing, of eating, of flexibility and sleeping. But actually, it again ladders up into what we're really trying to communicate on the Moonshot Show, which is about confidence, being the best version of yourself, as well as right. creating that clarity. So here's the question, Mark. What is the one activity in your day uh, that you're now going to do standing? Uh, it's I'm going to very easily do meetings while standing. Maybe it's just one hour a day, but instead of slouching in front of my computer while I'm working from home or in the office, I'm going to stand up and do the call while standing. What about you, Mike? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for email. Uh, yep. I try to batch my email. And so I don't have to worry about where I am exactly. I can move about the house. So I'm thinking like I have this really nice deck and barbecue area with a, a raised area. So I could actually stand out there, do some email while standing there and then head back and sit down when I want to focus oh, on some work. So, so mm. again, I'm, I'm going for a two for one there, Mark. That's nice. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sneak and get, you know, move around a little bit, take a yeah, different location, stand up. Well, Mark, listen, thank you to you. Uh, thank you for joining me on this journey into a flexible body. And thank you to you, our listeners, the Moonshotters, our members, to people who are listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, there's millions of you out there. So we want to say thank you. We are so grateful uh, for you learning out loud with us. And we're especially grateful to those of you who have become members to support us. And today it was a real celebration of the body. It was a fitting end to our health series. We studied here on show 159, we studied Roger Frampton's book, The Flexible Body. And he really gave us an introduction to his method primitive posture and progress. And he made a call to arms, prioritize your spine, respect your spine, make it number one, because his next thought was you're sitting for too long. You're crushing that back. You're not got that beautiful J. You've got what they call the S uh, spine. And that is doing untold damage to your hips, to your shoulders, your balance. And he says, you have to have this, uh, this mindset of an athlete. Focus on the outcome and you'll get the six-pack along the way. And we had a bunch of different stretches, tips, and tricks so you could unlock the flexible body. And above and beyond every single stretch and every pose is a key idea of noticing every movement. Become one with your body, feel your body, know your body, be inside of your body and join us on this journey of learning out loud as we discover the power of our body, the power of health and helping us be the very best version of ourselves. And that's what we're all about here on the Moonshots podcast. That's a wrap.